I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Dissecting the Culture Codes within the SO by Nomads podcast. So this is essentially a podcast within a podcast. And we've been doing so over the last few weeks. And Andy Malinsky, cross-culture expert, has been gracious enough for his time to go through some of the 10 countries that he's dissected. Now, if you missed or if you're just catching this episode for the first time, you're a first-time listener, you'd want to go back to a few um, episodes back when we started off with Asia. So we've done the continent of Asia, a few countries there. We just wrapped up Europe, and now we're starting with the Americas. And the, the point and the objective of this, basically, is to ensure that you have the right cultural frame of reference as you start to do business with people from different backgrounds, as you start to go you know, for pleasure or just to really explore. We want you to be a better global citizen. We want you to be a better citizen of the world. As, um, as you should be, as you should be, and as we all should be. So, to kick off the Americas today, we are starting with a native of America. Would you believe it? Andy is from America. So, Andy, why don't you tell us, as we've been doing over the previous weeks, where America, or the United States, ranks on the directness scale? You know, it's funny. When you're in your own country, you start to see all the shades of gray, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'd say Americans are fairly direct though. Uh and it, it of course it differs a lot by personality. Region too, I think, you know, northerners, northeasterners especially are typically seen as quite direct. But I would say in general, if you had to generalize, Americans are are uh are, are pretty direct. Um, you know, there's a value in the United States about telling it like it is or being a straight shooter. You know, so so I would say um generally pretty direct although you know it depends if you're giving bad news oftentimes people struggle giving bad news they're more indirect they beat around the bush they avoid so it's not that every single american is is tremendously direct but in in general i'd say fairly direct okay 
I have a feeling I know what the answer is for this one. But where do you all rank in the enthusiasm scale? <laughs> Again, there are personality differences, of course. You've got introverts, you've got shy people who are shy, you've got people who believe that expressing tremendous amounts of emotion is inappropriate or too much. But I would say, again, in general, uh, enthusiasm is high in the United States. It's acceptable. It's admirable to show enthusiasm. You will see high fives in the office place. Uh, you will see smiles. You will see, you know, people talking about how awesome this and that was. It's, you know, it's Americans are relatively enthusiastic people. Well, I will say when I was growing up in Burkina Faso and especially having to go to an American international school and watching TV as a Nigerian and Nigerian Burkina Faso and everywhere I grew up around that, that formative period in my life, every time I saw Americans on TV, whether it was through, through the movies or whether it was me watching American Fire when I shouldn't have watched it, there were so many, you know, the, the picture was just so much fun. It was, yeah, dude, bro, 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 bro. And we all just thought that Americans just had fun. And they were enthusiastic in every single thing. At least that was the depiction that we had. Yeah, it's not. I think it's true. I mean, there's, there's all you know. There's variation in every culture, you mm -hmm. know. But I think there, even though there's variation, there still are cultural tendencies. You can have both at the that's same time. It's not either or. You can have cultural tendencies and variation. And I would say that's true. Sure. What about assertiveness? High, I would say. You know, if assertiveness means advocating for your rights, expressing your point of view, you know, the United States is very individualistic. Not everyone's capable of being assertive. There are a lot of people who struggle with assertiveness in the U.S. There are a lot of uh, consultants who make their living teaching people to be assertive. But I think the very fact that those consultants exist and there's a business shows that it's a cultural value, assertiveness. Yeah, no, that, that that's so true. I and mean, even now with, with some activism, whether it's Black Lives Matter or look back at a time with, with Martin Luther King and some of the other feminist movements, you, you sort of, you sort of see this individualism shine through. You know, it's respected, it's revered, it's it takes on the personality of what, what Americans have become. And it's something that that I've definitely noticed the more that I've been here, the more you speak up for yourself, the more you stand out and, and actually and actually voice your opinion. Whether it's horrible or bad, you almost start to let people pay attention in some way. Self promotion. Uh, hi. <laughs> you know, pe pe people in the U.S. Uh, they, you know, they're you're taught to toot your own horn to speak positively about yourself. You know, there's a there's a skill to it. There's an art to it. You can't be overly self promotional, or else you'll be seen as boastful. But I would say, in general, it's on a worldwide scale, it's pretty high. <laughs> I'm laughing because this is so true. Because, you know, I've been doing business in America for a while, and, and it, it is, like you say, with self-promotion. You know, your LinkedIn profile is essentially highlighting your personal achievements. When you're introducing yourself to someone, you're almost talking in the form of achievements. This is what I've done. This is where I came from. Personal websites are encouraged because that shows your work. And this, you know, this is how you present it. You want to get a job, you know, you basically have to sell yourself. And the more you sell yourself with some form of tact, um, the more highly you'll be seen by the potential employer. It's a market economy. It's survival of the fittest. It's, you mm -hmm. know, you have to promote yourself. You have to get yourself out there. It's very individualistic. And, you know, I think the, the American dream that you can start from nothing and, and, and become known. And, and I, so I think there's an ethos in the United States around this idea of self-promotion. And so I think that, that it's relatively high. 
and it plays out in pop culture. I mean, if you live in New York City like I do, where you know it's the media capital world, you, you see billboards with all these personalities that are from YouTube, and they're basically marketing them. Even even the Kardashians, you know, what, no matter how you feel about them, good or bad, you know, it is self promotion what they do, and there's some level of attention to that, and that certainly plays out because a lot of people love or hate to see you know um, what they put out or any of the other reality stars. No, no question. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, formality. Fairly low, I would say. Americans are pretty informal, um, I would say. Uh, you know, you, you often, I think a lot of people who are foreigners in the United States are surprised at how um, subordinates might call their boss by the first, their first name, um, make chit-chat with the boss about their weekends. You know, I'd say Australia is even less formal than the United States. But there are very few other countries that I know of that are that are that are even you know that are less formal. It's 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 a fairly informal culture. Of course, it depends on industry, right? You know, in the you know investment industry, investment banking, et cetera. Although even there, I think it's it's been changing. But I say in general, relatively informal. Couldn't agree more. I mean, I talked about it in previous episodes how I had to get used to the formality structure, but um, it's definitely true. You know, you just have to feel your way around. Figure out what works within the office environment. I personally like wearing suits. A lot of people I work with wear t-shirts, so you know that's not very common. So, um, yeah, very very true. Let's wrap this up with personal disclosure. Uh, hi, I would say uh, I would say I would say pretty high. Uh, people, you know, again, depends on the context. It depends on your relationship with someone, your personality. But you know, I think it's pretty common to to. In, in the United States, to, to it work to reveal personal information about yourself, or at least quasi personal information. You know, you probably don't go up to your colleague and talk about the uh, terrible medical test you had to take this week, unless you know them extremely well. <laughs> but you know, I, I'd say that it's uh, you know it's pretty high. Um, people make small talk with people that they don't know. It's very common. Um, so, you know, you'll see at people's work, you'll see a lot of, uh, photographs and things about their families. So pretty high. Well, thank you, Andy. And Andy, you are the expert in America as you are the American in this equation between us. But for those listening, please take heed to what Andy just said, because he couldn't be more right. And, you know, in America, a lot of, there's a lot of the fake it till you make culture. And a lot of the times when you're faking it until you're making it, you know, you're building your individual skill sets, you're, you're building and polishing yourself. Think back to the movies that have been popular in pop culture in America, from Rocky to, to every underdog story, Rudy, everything. It's it's that idea that anyone can do it if they put the work, but you have to do the work. And and, and that's what that's the type of personality that you have to take to some degree, you know, when you when you come to America, you know, that, that idea of self awareness and, and understanding your worth is very well respected and almost revered. So it's something to take you to. Um, I really love uh, what Andy had to say, and I love what he's been doing throughout this cultural, dissecting the culture code. So, anyone thinking of doing business in any of the countries we've mentioned, remember, use it as a frame of reference. Still do the work to understand your environment, but understand kind of the nuances that you're dealing with. If you want to learn more about Andy Malinsky, the great Andy Malinsky, head over to andymalinsky.com. Once again, everything is and always will be in the show notes. Also, he, check out his other book. Global dexterity is great for being yourself, even though you're in a global environment. 
And he's got an upcoming book called Reach. To stay up to date with that book, sign up to his newsletter, nadimulinski.com, and you get every single thing. Till next week, ladies and gentlemen, use your difference. Make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.